I, you know, had the choice now either to uh, disbelieve in Ahmed Hassan and disbelieve uh, in uh, the will of the Prophet Muhammad, or I had to hold on tight to it, hold on tight to the appointments uh, of the Prophet, which were those 12 Imams, and hold on tight to uh, the appointment then of Ahmed Hassan, since he was claiming to be Ahmed in the will, and I'd already accepted this idea. But if I was going to accept that, then I also had to accept uh, this uh, appointment that I had now, because nobody had claimed to be Abdullah in the will except for me. My dear brother Nima. It's good to have you here. Alhamdulillah, it's a pleasure to be here. So today in this uh, very special episode, I wanted to take the time to uh, explain uh, what our beliefs are, uh, to explain to the viewers what our call is, and uh, to introduce myself um, and uh, make clear all those things um, that perhaps is not clear or hasn't been clear for all of our viewers. Uh, basically, uh, this channel was established uh, in order to uh, uh, propagate a message and to call people uh, towards uh, Imam al-Mahdi And in order to uh, explain uh, who we are, uh, we have to explain what our beliefs are. Uh, we're called the Ahmadi religion of peace and light. Uh, that was a name uh, that was given to our organization uh, when it was uh, established. And it was a name and is a name that we use to uh, identify ourselves and distinguish us uh, from all other sects of uh, Islam and uh, Christianity and Judaism and every other uh, religion uh, on the planet, much in the same way that the uh, schools of thought that are in Sunni Islam, for example, they'll call themselves uh, Hanbali or Hanafi or Shafi'i or Malki, or um, the Shia Muslims, they call themselves Twelvers or Jafari Shias or Ismaili Shias. Uh, they do so in order to uh, distinguish themselves uh, from uh, the people that don't share their same belief uh, or all of their same beliefs. Uh, but we don't see ourselves as a, a new religion. Uh, we see ourselves as uh, a continuation of the oldest religion and the only people on the planet that are practicing uh, God's uh, original religion. Um, we believe that, and, and it's the most important belief of ours, uh, we believe that in the very beginning, uh, when you look at uh, Genesis uh, in the Hebrew Bible, uh, when you look at the story of Adam in Christianity or uh, in Islam, in the Quranic narrative and that which was given to us uh, in the narrations of Muhammad and the family of Muhammad, uh, we believe that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, decides that he's going to appoint a vicegerent, a ruler, um, a representative of his, a messenger uh, from him in the land. And uh, he picks Adam and uh, he commands all of the angels to prostrate to him after he blows in him uh, from his spirit. 
And uh, we find that all of the angels, they prostrate with the exception of Iblis and uh, Iblis's children. Uh, they, he doesn't prostrate. He refuses to. Uh, he's arrogant. And we see this story as a kind of highlighting and demonstrating for all mankind uh, the idea that it is God and only God who appoints the ruler and uh, God uh, appoints in every day and age a door, a representative, a messenger, a guide uh, for creation, uh, whereby uh, this guide can rule people uh, as a king uh, and ensure that peace and prosperity uh, engulfs the planet and that there's no oppression and tyranny. And at the same time, uh, this guide uh, explains, he has the authority to guide people to God and explain uh, to the people God's true religion, and he's able to discern uh, that which is true from that which is false. We believe that uh, Imam al-Mahdi, uh, peace and blessings uh, be upon him, is the Imam of this time. And he is the Adam of this time. And what Imam al-Mahdi does is that he is able to make God's word the higher. And God's word is the caliph of Allah. And so Imam al-Mahdi manages for the first time since the creation of Adam until now to um, uh, exert authority over the Muslim nation, and eventually, uh, because of uh, his justice, uh, he actually exerts authority over uh, the whole earth because the people, they want to be a part of uh, his divine just state uh, and the peace and prosperity that he uh, spreads uh, amongst the nations. And so, uh, who is Imam al-Mahdi for us? Imam al-Mahdi is uh, Muhammad ibn al-Hassan al-Askari. Uh, he is the son of al-Hassan al-Askari. He is the 12th successor uh, to the Prophet Muhammad, uh, peace and blessings be upon him. Uh, we believe that he was uh, born over a thousand years ago, and he went into an absence uh, due to the fact that there was consistent oppression against the family uh, of Muhammad. Uh, we believe that uh, he sent messengers in every day and age, uh, during his entire uh, period of, of absence, there were uh, people that would be sent from him and to attempt to, to guide humanity towards the supremacy or belief in the authority uh, of God, uh, but they were uh, unsuccessful uh, until the promised day, uh, which is in this day, uh, an age where Imam al-Mahdi uh, finally uh, succeeds uh, in, uh, you know, gaining authority uh, over the devil and ousting him uh, from his seat. And so Imam Muhammad ibn Hassan al-Askari he's the 12th Imam, he is Imam Mahdi, and he is uh, the same Imam that the 12 Shia Muslims uh, believe in as being the Imam of the time, Okay. Um, and we believe that the du'as and the narrations uh, of the Ahl Bayt, there's many of them uh, that indicate that there is a distinction uh, between him and between the character of the Qa'im, 
there's a dua so where uh, the Shia recite all the time and it gives peace and blessings upon each one of the Imams and then uh, after uh, sending peace and blessings or making dua for the 12th Imam and then it says and then please send your peace and blessings upon the promised uh, riser the Qa'im uh, so we know that these are uh, different uh, different um, uh, individuals and we know also from the narrations that the Imam al-Mahdi before he appears uh, or rises uh, so to speak um, what we have is we have characters that come and they act as kind of forerunners um, uh, messengers, people that pave the way for him. Uh, even some narrations indicate that the 12th Imam does not spill a drop of blood, but rather a lot of the wars that take place uh, and the struggles that happen, uh, they happen at the hands of people that are acting as forerunners for him. And at the same time, after his passing, it is these forerunners who are alive and they pave the way for him. They end up being his successors uh, after that. Um, and uh, this is now the... So we agree with, with, with Twelver Shias uh, on all of that. And the Twelver Shias, they also uh, believe that uh, after Imam al-Mahdi, uh, there will be uh, a a people from his Shia that will rule after them. And uh, if you ask their scholars, they also believe that there is a title for these successors of uh, the 12th Imam and that they're called Mahdi's because the narrations of the Ahl Bayt say that after the 12th Imam, there's a series of Mahdi's. They are the followers uh, of Imam al-Mahdi. They are people who are rightly guided um, uh, uh, vicegerents of Imam al-Mahdi and that rule his state after him. And uh, uh, the point of disagreement uh, that we have with them uh, doesn't even come in the, in the idea of the will and that uh, there is a, because it's in their books uh, that um, there, the Prophet Muhammad left this will in which he appoints uh, 12 Imams and then he, he appoints after that 12 Mahdi's but our disagreement comes in the identity like identifying these uh, individuals that are mentioned uh, in the will we believe uh, that the will was that's in the book books of the Muslims uh, is the apparent will which is mentioned in the hadith and the apparent will is the will that uh, is promised uh, on the tongues of the imams that the qa'im or the companion of the matter would use as an evidence uh, against the people. Uh, see we have these narrations uh, that state that the prophet was was trying to write a will he was prevented from it on Thursday and we spoke about that before him and that he eventually wrote it. And this will names in there all of his successors until the time of Imam al-Mahdi. And then it names in there uh, the first three individuals who are um, appearing and the first three who are successors and forerunners to the 12th Imam. And that is uh, Ahmad and Abdullah and al-Mahdi. These are the names of the first three Mahdi's. We believe that uh, the will 
is a protection against misguidance because when the prophet wrote it he said let me write something for you that if you were to hold on to it you will never go astray else is that going to be so for the- we believe that this is a divine promise nima that anybody who holds on to somebody who uses the will as a claim that they can never be misguided or else what is the point of holding on to the will if false claimants can claim it. And so we believe that anybody who claims the will is a true claimant. And this will, nobody claimed it uh, since the time of the passing of the Prophet Muhammad uh, until this day, except for its rightful claimants, which were those 12 Imams. And nobody claimed to be one of those three Mahdi's until this very day and age. Uh, Ahmed al-Hassan, he came forward first in 1999 and uh, he appeared in Iraq and he claimed that he was Ahmed who was mentioned uh, in the will of the Prophet Muhammad. He was, he gave a series of sermons that were recorded and they're still available uh, today that everybody can hear. It's on uh, YouTube in which he uh, narrates that he had met the 12th Imam. Uh, the 12th Imam had appeared to him uh, in the dream and then instructed him to go meet him in this physical world. And uh, and it's the middle of the night and Imam Ahmed al-Hassan, he goes to the place where he was instructed in the dream to uh, meet Imam al-Mahdi and he finds the 12th Imam there and the 12th Imam uh, informs him, wakes him up informs him of of his mission of his job of who he is tells him that he is ahmed that's in the will instructs him to go forward and to uh preach to the people and call them back to the supremacy of god and let them know that he is a messenger uh from imam al-mahdi and that's exactly what Ahmed Hassan does. And he fulfills these uh, criteria by which we're able to uh, distinguish false claimants from true claimants. He comes with a letter of appointment uh, from God, this will. He also demonstrates uh, extraordinary knowledge. And at the same time, he's the only person who is raising the banner which was prophesied to be raised uh, by uh, the uh, the Mahdi or the successors of the Mahdi. And that's this, this uh, banner that's written in the middle of it, allegiances to God. And, and so he fulfills the criteria. He's the, everybody else, every other scholar on the face of the planet uh, at the time were calling their followers towards uh, democracy, towards uh, electing the ruler. Nobody was talking about this concept of it was as if people had forgotten about it it became this hidden matter um, and he woke people up to it that god becomes very offended uh, by any attempt to appoint a ruler that is not from him and anybody who follows and accepts or elects or chooses or supports a ruler uh, that is not from him, uh, they are responsible for all of the sins and all of the actions and all of the uh, tyranny that uh, that you know happens as a result of the uh, election of this person. Their their hands become stained with the blood that his hands is stained with, and. Uh, he just said that, uh, you know, we have to follow this banner. We have to pledge allegiance 
uh, to Imam al-Mahdi And when we do pledge allegiance, when there's only uh, 313 sincere uh, individuals uh, that, that pledge allegiance to the 12th Imam, that he would appear publicly. And uh, when there's 10,000 on top of that, uh, that pledge allegiance uh, to the Imam, uh, then uh, the imam would begin to rise and clean the uh, nations from the uh, tyrants that are ruling them, the children of Cain, the, um, the authority figures that are appointed uh, by Satan, that Saint, Satan uh, you know, boasted about with Jesus uh, during the temptation uh, scene where he tells Jesus that he has authority over uh, all of the earth, basically, and he's the one who's uh, appointing the leaders now. And all Jesus has to do is to prostrate to him, and he'll appoint him as a ruler. So from there, we know that all those people that are in power today, they prostrated to Satan. If they didn't prostrate to Satan, then they would never uh, be in their position of power. And uh, they would never have a have a chance to rule, and so uh, they're all uh, children of the devil, and they're also appointees of the devil, representatives of the devil. And Ahmed Hassan said, "We have to declare ourselves uh, innocent from them and pledge allegiance uh, to uh, Imam al-Mahdi." So this story of um, Satan not wanting to prostrate to. Uh, God's chosen one really repeated itself throughout history, showing up in different shapes yeah. and forms. And and it's until now where the change is about to come, where people have been woken up by this call that called out of yeah, the Yeah, so that's, that's now our message. Our message is that we are the only religion uh, on the face of the planet that is recognizing uh, the and following the will of the prophet and the will of the prophet was the will of God were the ones the only ones on the planet that are saying you can only pledge allegiance uh, to God and nobody else that's the only one that you were meant to obey were the only ones that are saying don't be like the devil refusing to prostrate uh, to the messenger who comes to you saying I'm a messenger from God and claiming uh, the will don't be like that don't be like don't follow Nimrod don't follow Pharaoh um, uh, don't be like the people who offended God in the time of Samuel uh, by suggesting a different political system uh, which caused God uh, to tell Samuel that the Israelites have rejected him as king um, and not just Samuel uh, as the ruler over them by their request to appoint um, a king like the rest of the nations. Uh, we take heed to the warnings that God gave Samuel when he told them uh, when he told him to inform the Israelites that nothing good would result as, um, you know, from the appointment uh, of a king uh, of their own choice, and that this king would end up uh, basically destroying their, uh, you know, the, the oppressing them and taking their money for taxes and, and uh, making their children fight in wars and all of the negative things that we see are happening today uh, in the world, especially in this time, as a result of following these uh, self-appointed uh, rulers uh, or leaders. And Ahmed al-Hassan, uh, he was a normal man who was, uh, you know, from Basra and uh, he uh, was, uh, had studied to become an engineer. And uh, before uh, he uh, met Imam al-Mahdi, uh, peace be upon him, uh, and before he had this dream, uh, he never 
even knew that there was such a thing called Mahdi's. And he never uh, saw or envisioned himself one day as being a person who would uh, lead a religious movement or uh, would, would claim to be uh, an imam or a divinely appointed uh, person from God. All of these things he didn't claim from his, from his own self, uh, but rather he was commanded to uh, uh, by the 12th Imam, when the 12th Imam uh, let him know that he was his successor and that he was his messenger and gave him uh, this divine task. And so Ahmed Hassan uh, became uh, placed in this, uh, between a rock and a hard place where uh, he either had to disbelieve uh, in the will altogether um, you know, and, and disbelieve in the 12 Imams that came before uh, the name of Ahmed in the will, uh, or he was going to uh, have to accept the will and accept uh, its legitimacy and accept the concept of the supremacy of God, but he would also uh, be forced to accept this uh, seemingly unbelievable uh, reality now that yeah, he has to uh, grasp and come to terms with, and that is that his name was mentioned uh, in the will and that he also is uh, a successor and representative of God, uh, just as uh, uh, Muhammad was and just like Imam Mahdi was and just like Jesus and Moses and Abraham and Noah and all the prophets and the messengers. And... So Ahmed Hassan, his dawah uh, starts in Iraq. Uh, he calls the people towards the supremacy of God. Uh, he, his, his, his call uh, becomes very popular. Uh, he uh, speaks out against Saddam Hussein. He prophesizes, uh, he brings forward to the people uh, prophecies from Imam al-Mahdi that uh, Saddam is going to fall before his fall. And the Ansar, they testify to this, that he said it to him. Uh, uh, back then, and 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 he told he prophesied that this would happen the moment that Saddam Hussein, uh, God's curse be upon him, wrote the Quran in his own impure blood. Uh, this angered God, and uh, God uh, sent against him just like he punished uh, the Israelites before by the Romans and the Babylonians. He uh, punishes. Uh, Saddam Hussein by the Americans and he gives them success in going in and destroying uh, Iraq and uh, occupying it. And uh, uh, so Ahmed Hassan's uh, dawah continues uh, during, uh, uh, through the occupation, the American occupation uh, of Iraq, and he is uh, calling people uh, to, to the supremacy of God, whereby the Mejjahs are calling the people uh, towards democracy and the system of America and calling them towards uh, uh, electing their, their own rulers. And they held the first Iraqi election on the, uh, uh, you know, on, uh, and uh, the people uh, went from there and began to elect the most corrupt people that have ever uh, governed uh, Iraq. And uh, they the Merjahs begin to show hostility and issue fatwas uh, against Ahmed Hassan, uh, calling him a, her a heretic. And they begin to uh, oppress the followers of Ahmed Hassan and make false accusations against them. And uh, they imprisoned a lot of their uh, followers and tried to basically obliterate uh, the movement. And they attempted to, to assassinate Ahmed Hassan 
and uh, uh, or throw him in jail. Uh, they attempted both actually. And uh, Ahmed Hassan manages to escape Iraq and he gives a farewell speech uh, to the people, which is also recorded, in which uh, he tells them that they will not see him uh, anymore until he appears again in the future alongside uh, with the 12th Imam. Uh, that was his promise, and Ahmed Hassan he disappears uh, from the scene. Uh, until the uh, death of King Abdullah uh, in, on January 23rd in 2015. You see, there was this narration that the uh, Shias had, uh, whereby uh, there, you know, and we also did an episode about that, uh, that's, that's on the channel. And, and all of the Shia were talking about this narration, if you remember, before, uh, before its uh, fulfillment, they would all say that uh, the Mahdi is on the doors, he's going to appear, and that the reason why he's going to appear is because uh, this narration uh, states that uh, from the Prophet Muhammad uh, that uh, whoever basically uh, g you know gives him glad tidings, whoever uh, says or sees the day that uh, King Abdullah, who's the successor of King Fahd, passes away, this uh, ruler of Saudi Arabia, that uh, it would be then that people would have glad tidings of the appearance of the Hujjah. And another narration uh, identifies the Hujjah as being the cotton. And so it was on that date that uh, Ahmed Hassan uh, sends forward uh, a messenger, and Imam Mahdi sends forward a second messenger uh, from him to pave the way for the appearance uh, of the Mahdi. And this time they send forward the Qa'im, the character of the Qa'im. And uh, the character of, the, uh, so Ahmed Hassan, he is the character of the Amani, and his name was Ahmed al Hassan, and his title was uh, the Amani, and he proclaimed himself as this character that's mentioned in the narrations as being uh, the banner of guidance, because uh, in the narrations of the Ahl Bayt, uh, it states that it is obligatory to follow. Uh, the banner of the Imani, because the banner of the Imani is a banner of guidance. Whoever goes against it is from the people of Hellfire. And now it makes sense because Ahmed Hassan's banner was the banner of acknowledging the truly appointed king from God. And whoever would go against that and, and elect whoever they want or follow uh, whatever authority they want would be from the people of Hellfire. And, uh, and going against that banner is going against Adam and Moses and Abraham and Jesus and all of the uh, prophets and messengers. And... Uh, and the other character is the character of the Qa'im, uh, and he's the one that appeared uh, post-2015. And he also, uh, uh, his story is, is, is uh, the same story uh, as Ahmed and Hassan's. And, uh, and uh, that was that uh, myself, Abu Sadiq Abdullah Hashim, in uh, 2015, uh, Ahmed and Hassan, uh, made himself known to me and uh, just like uh, it happened with him and Imam al-Mahdi where Imam al-Mahdi appoints 
uh, Ahmed al-Hassan and tells him to go forward. And before that, Ahmed al-Hassan had no knowledge of anything, nor did it ever cross his mind that he would be appointed by God or have a message uh, or a dawah to propagate the same thing with me. I did not know myself. I never, it never crossed my mind that my name would be in the will of the Prophet Muhammad. I never had any sort of ambitions. It was quite the opposite. I believed that anybody who would use religion to misguide people or anybody who would claim falsely uh, to be appointed by God or the most despicable uh, of creation. Uh, but yeah, I, find my, I found myself in between this rock and a hard place whereby uh, Ahmed al-Hassan, I had already believed in him uh, since 2011, uh, but I didn't, I'd never met him. I didn't know him. I haven't spoken to him. I had never uh, spoken to him, and I found that he had uh, reached out to me and contacted me and made himself known to me and, and let me know of my, enlightened me to my mission and my identity. And he told me that I am Abdullah, who's in the will of the Prophet Muhammad, and that my matter is like his matter, that I have to go forward and call the people uh, towards the Mahdi. Uh, he did so to the Arab people, and that I was to do so in English uh, to all of the other nations that don't speak uh, Arabic, and also uh, to as, a, as an extra additional reminder uh, to the Arab people as well. And uh, he gave me this task uh, from uh, Imam al-Mahdi, and uh, I you know, had the choice now either to uh, disbelieve in Ahmed Hassan and disbelieve in the idea of the supremacy of God and disbelieve uh, in uh, the will of the Prophet Muhammad, or I had to hold on tight to it, hold on tight to the appointments uh, of the Prophet, which were those 12 Imams, and hold on tight to uh, the appointment then of Ahmed Hassan, since he was claiming to be Ahmed in the will, and I'd already accepted this idea. But if I was going to accept that, then I also had to accept uh, this uh, appointment that I had now, because nobody had claimed to be Abdullah in the will except for me and Ahmed Hassan uh, sent me forward uh, on the ground uh, to be the only person uh, in the flesh uh, who would um, be calling people towards the supremacy of God and the only one who's raising the banner of allegiance uh, is to God and uh, the only one who is authorized to speak on behalf of uh, Imam al-Mahdi and the only one who is in contact uh, with uh, God's chosen uh, representatives and the only one who has the authority to carry out uh, God's will um, you know, on the earth and to pave the way uh, and call people and take uh, their Pledge of Allegiance uh, towards Imam al-Mahdi. And so that's what we're doing today. I'm, I'm uh, calling people. Uh, we've established this channel so that I can spread the knowledge of Imam al-Mahdi and hopefully uh, make it clearer to the people and help them uh, to believe through the spreading of the knowledge by showing that 
nobody is more knowledgeable uh, in the Torah than uh, than than we are. Nobody is more knowledgeable in the Bible than we are. Nobody is more knowledgeable in terms of the Quran uh, than we are. And uh, to spread out and re-educate the people uh, about the concept of the supremacy of God and and call them now to disbelieve uh, in the self-appointed rulers uh, that are from the devil that they had uh, followed and to let them know that they are the reason why uh, the earth is in the state uh, that it is in uh, right now. And uh, uh, God is angry and a punishment is about to befall uh, the earth just like it did in the time of uh, Noah and that the Kaim and his companions uh, are a part of that punishment uh, that is coming down. Coronavirus uh, was the beginnings of that punishment. The economic collapse uh, of the of the world financial system and the uh, great hunger and suffering that's about to take place in the world uh, is a part of that punishment the wars that are taking place on the ground uh, is a part of uh, that punishment and it will continue to increase in our lifetime until uh, people are uh, forced to uh, recognize um, and pledge allegiance to God's chosen uh, vicegerent well I know you since 2012 and I can just say that uh, I know that we never had any ambitions of that kind these uh, things that happened with time and how we see the channel is developing and the knowledge that you're giving out it speaks for itself that there's nobody in the comments that is able to give any reasonable counter arguments nor any of the scholars came out to debate you or establish anything against that and I think that speaks very much for itself. Yeah, I was sent as uh, with the mission of being a warner and to uh, call the people to the truth. And I expect that most people will be uh, skeptical and uh, and uh, you know reject this call and mock it just like um, uh, they did uh, with all of the previous prophets and messengers. But nonetheless, I'm forced to uh, because of my faith. Uh, and because of my belief in the will of the Prophet Muhammad to uh, put myself out there and uh, and accomplish that which God has tasked me uh, to do. And uh, I, in the beginning, uh, you know, in, in 2011, as soon as uh, I believed in the call of Ahmed al-Hassan, um, and I pledged allegiance to him, I began to call other people towards Ahmed al-Hassan. Uh, and, and I had no, no idea at the time that uh, I was appointed by God and, uh, and uh, I was just calling them towards uh, the Imam. And you know, my, my highest hopes was that I would be able to serve Imam Mahdi uh, or one of his soldiers with anything, even if it was just bringing them a glass of water, uh, you know, or tying one of their shoes, or 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 you know, bringing bringing them a soldier or helping a call towards their their call. 
And uh, in 2011, uh, 2012, 2013, 2014, um, people began to uh, join me from all over the world. Uh, people that were my friends uh, from many years before, uh, they uh, flew out to Egypt once they heard that uh, there was, which is where I was at the time, and uh, they uh, flew out there to join me because we felt like, uh, you know, that it could happen now at any moment. Uh, the rise of the of the Mahdi, the rise of the Amani, and we wanted to uh, be a part of that or make ourselves uh, available for that. And so I had uh, people that came uh, that I knew from before, new people came from all different countries. I had people come from the UK, I had people come from Germany, I had people from Egypt, I had people from Tunisia, I had people from South America, I had people from uh, almost every nation on the planet that came out to Egypt, and we established this uh, community uh, out there, it just kind of grew, uh, you know, spontaneously. And uh, then uh, after uh, I met Ahmed Hassan and he let me know who I was and I uh, had to, I was forced to reveal myself to uh, the, the, uh, the people, my companions that were, that were out there. Uh, uh, most of them uh, pledged allegiance uh, to me. Uh, a group of them disbelieved and went away and uh, the majority remained with me. And uh, then we were given the task to move now from Egypt. And I, I left with that community and I came to uh, Europe uh, where we've uh, been traveling and moving around uh, for all of the past years, uh, propagating and spreading the Dawah. And also at the same time, our community uh, becoming larger and larger. You see, I had the task of uh, bringing forward uh, Imam al-Mahdi's companions to him. Anybody who would hear my voice and would accept it and would pledge allegiance uh, to Imam al-Mahdi through me uh, were people that I was bringing uh, towards uh, to, uh, to the Imam. Uh, these are from his 313, these are from his 10,000, those who remain uh, firm on the path, and certainly people, they also, they come and they go. And so we traveled through Germany, uh, we, we, many people joined us there, and then we moved towards Sweden, and our community grew even, even larger, and many people joined us there from all over the world. And uh, finally, we were commanded by uh, Imam al-Mahdi, to move towards the United Kingdom, uh, whereby we have now a very large base and an officially registered uh, organization and religion and movement. And we have uh, hundreds of people uh, that surround me now uh, at all time and that are uh, part of this uh, faith and uh, the that have dedicated their, life, uh, their lives towards calling people uh, to uh, Imam al-Mahdi, and uh, we are working tirelessly uh, night and day uh, towards, uh, towards that call, and uh, we feel sorry for mankind uh, because we see that uh, the punishment is overshadowing them, and uh, even the rain uh, from that punishment has begun to uh, trickle down uh, on mankind. And so that, in short, is a summary of what it is that we believe in 
uh, it is a summary of the history uh, of our faith uh, from the time of Adam all the way till modern times uh, and a clarification uh, for people on on what it is, uh, who is the Imam Mahdi, and that's the 12th Imam, who are his successors, and his successors are Ahmed al-Hassan Bayamani, he is the first of the 12 Mahdi's, his second successor, the second successor of Imam al-Mahdi is uh, myself, your servant, Abdullah Hashim, uh, who goes by the kunya of Abu Sadiq, and uh, I am the Qa'im of the family of Muhammad, and not through self-appointment of my own self, nor was it the result of my imagination, my ambitions, or a dream that I had, uh, but rather uh, it was the appointment that came to me by uh, Imam al-Mahdi and by Ahmed al-Hassan, uh, the Imani, uh, peace be upon them. And so that is, uh, that's our da'wah uh, in short. And uh, it is obligatory for people to follow this call um, if they want to be close to God and be obedient to Him. And uh, that is it. Thank you very much for what you did for us. Thank you so much, Nima, for believing in me and for standing by me and for giving your life towards uh, this cause, uh, just as I have, and and uh, thank you for for being a witness uh, to my truthfulness and being my brother and my companion uh, throughout these years, and for standing uh, firm uh, with the twelfth Imam, and uh, for being a uh, an honorable human being that um, you know, just like the rest of our brothers and sisters, that are there, not a single one of them uh, seeks anything from the dunya, and we only seek uh, to please uh, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. And uh, and uh, this, uh, you know, and uh, we are following uh, the will of the Prophet Muhammad. We, when we stand in front of God on the Day of Judgment, uh, and God says, "Why is it that you were doing what it is that you did?" Uh, the you know, our followers have nothing to say except that we 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 heard that there we heard that your Prophet wrote a will, and we held on to it because we heard that it was a will that protects against misguidance. We saw and heard that the, the imams from the Ahlul Bayt said that the Mahdi would have a banner that's written in Al-Bayadullah. And so when we saw a man that rose and raised the banner that's written in Al-Bayadullah, uh, we accepted it. When we saw a man who brought forward knowledge and taught us things that we never knew before, nor could we make up, and it was unlike anything else that the scholars were talking about, then we were forced to uh, accept uh, this, 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 this knowledge is not, is not from man, but rather uh, it's divine. We asked you, God, to guide us, and we had faith that God does not misguide uh, those who are sincere and those who trust in him. And every istikhara that we made came out to show us that this call was truthful and rightful, and we stuck to our istikhara because we believe that it was a form of communication uh, with you. Um, we asked you to show us in dreams, and we had dreams in which we saw Rasulullah, we saw Jesus, we saw the prophets and the messengers, we saw the imams, and they all declared uh, that this path was a truthful and rightful one. Uh, so what else are we supposed to do 
uh, after that except for to submit and to obey and to believe and to support just like Salman did with Rasulullah and just like the disciples did with Jesus Christ and God is a witness and, and he uh, is a witness uh, uh, you know a above me and a witness against me if I'm lying, him and the angels and the prophets and the messengers, uh, that this is our story and that, and that uh, you know, bef before we even, uh, I even knew who Ahmed Hassan was, um, just like the Quran said about the Prophet Muhammad, uh, that he was uh, misguided, uh, he was lost, and then God is the one who guided him. Did he not find you uh, lost and, and he guided you? The same thing was true for me. I was totally uh, lost looking for God. And I remember I prostrated on the ground uh, in the middle of the night. And I spoke to God from the bottom of my heart with tears flowing down my, my cheeks and my face. And it made the ground beneath me uh, wet. And my hands were, were, were wet from my own tears. And I said to God, I said, God, if the truth is, is, is that, you know, uh, that the, is, is with Judaism, then I want to be a Jew. If the truth is with Christianity. If you are Jesus Christ, if Jesus Christ is God, then please show me and I will worship you. Uh, if Buddhism is the way and the path, show me and I'll follow it. Uh, if uh, if Sunni Islam is the right way to go, then, then show me and I will follow it. Uh, if Ali ibn Abi Talib uh, is the rightful vicegerent, if Ali ibn Abi Talib is even God, like some people uh, say that he is, then show me and I will follow it. And I'll never go back. Uh, but just show me, guide me, take me by my hand. I don't want to be misguided, please. Whatever you, you know? look like, I will accept it. Uh, whatever, whatever it is that you look like, whatever it is that's the truth, that's the only thing that my heart desires. And it was uh, right after that that... Uh, God uh, showed me the path of uh, the supremacy of God and, and uh, made me aware of this claim that uh, Imam al-Mahdi uh, has appeared and that he sent this messenger, Ahmed al-Hassan. And from then uh, on onwards, I've dedicated my life to uh, calling people uh, towards God and declaring myself innocent from you know, the evil deeds of uh, all these people that unfortunately that are that are comfortably sitting by and allowing, uh, they're claiming to be representatives of the prophet. They're claiming to be custodians. Uh, they're claiming to be preachers uh, that speak in the name of the prophet and sit on his platform. Uh, uh, whether whether it's these, these, these preachers in the churches or these imams that are in the mosques uh, or these rabbis, uh, that are in these synagogues, uh, and and the entire world is watching as as thousands of uh, innocent children are being slaughtered every single day uh, in Gaza and uh, in Ukraine and and uh, and uh, in Russia and in Israel and everywhere uh, across the 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 world. All of this these atrocities are uh, taking place. And people are fighting 
uh, in the name of God, falsely, they're liars. They, the people, the forces behind it, these governments, these leaders, they don't even believe in God. They've sold themselves to the devil uh, long ago. And yet, in the name of all that which is holy, um, they destroy all that which is holy. Uh, they uh, push children uh, to the front lines to fight and be killed. And we get these heartbreaking uh, images of children that are shaking, um, you know, and, uh, and their faces are all bruised and bloodied up and they're, they're in a state of shock and terror, uh, you know, and crying over the, the, the bodies of their, of their fathers and of their mothers, uh, all in the name of a, a temple or a mosque uh, uh, or the, the, the land that's, that's laying there. No Muslim leader that is claiming that Jerusalem is so holy for them is willing to do anything because they're hypocrites. And of course, they don't even believe in Mahdi and they don't even believe in God Almighty. Uh, if they did believe in God uh, and if they did believe in Jesus and if they did believe in Muhammad, and they did believe in the prophets and the messengers, then they would know that there is something that is being desecrated uh, that is more holy than uh, the stones at the wall in Jerusalem or these, the bricks in Al-Aqsa uh, Mosque, and that is the hearts of uh, those little children. Uh, that are the real temple uh, that God's uh, spirit is uh, was meant to uh, dwell in, and uh, and so they're they're anti-humanists. They're anti-humanity. They hate uh, human beings, or else they would have uh, stopped a long time ago. Uh, they're. Uh, their sacrifice of, uh, of human life, but because their father is the devil and uh, he loves sacrifices and he loves blood and he sacrificed uh, Abel before and he threw Abraham into the fire and uh, he sought to kill uh, Moses and he, uh, he placed Jesus on the cross and he, uh, he sought to kill Muhammad. Um, they seek to kill the children uh, of Muhammad and the children of Abraham and Jesus and, and Moses and the children of, of God. So, Allah upon all of those hypocrites, uh, there's no way that we can support these people. There's no uh, good side in any of these wars. They try to make you think that's what the devil's uh, strategy is. He always tries to make you think that God is either with Russia or he's with Ukraine. Yeah, he's either with the, with the Hamas or he's with the, uh, with the Jews. Uh, God's with none of these people. God's only with uh, uh, God's only with the with the person that He appoints. Uh, God's only with uh, the person whom uh, is a representative uh, of His. He's only with His chosen people that choose to accept uh, that vice chair. He's not responsible uh, for the actions of people who reject Him and they reject uh, His 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 ruler and His appointment. And uh, and in this day and age now, He's sending forward. Uh, his ruler, and he's bringing down the punishment upon the people uh, so that uh, all of this uh, forever uh, stops. I say this saying of mine, and I ask God for forgiveness uh, for you and me and for the rest of uh, those true believers on the planet. And, uh, and we ask God uh, to guide, uh, you know, 
you and I and all human beings uh, towards uh, uh, the truth and towards his will and to uh, make us firm on that and uh, be willing uh, to 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 spend our life in 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 that which which he intended it and to to finally have uh, you know uh, fulfill our purpose and our purpose was always to uh, give victory to uh, God's appointed ruler and that's how uh, we achieve uh, peace and prosperity uh, the more that we elect people and choose people the more and more uh, humanity is going to get uh, darker and uh, worse off thank you so much Neva. god bless you, you and uh, i'll t- we'll meet again inshallah on the future episode inshallah assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh